Good morning, everyone. I'm honored to be here. And even via Zoom, it's wonderful to see you. My talk this morning is called Making Room for Loving Kindness. It's about a holiday called Tashleaf that falls between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. However, before I begin, I want to give a special thank you to Ron Sampson, Lois Allen, Ken Hill, Janet Murphy, and Mark Petrie for their support in creating today's service. Thank you. My interpretation of the Tashlik holiday comes by way of humanistic Judaism. Our movement is almost 60 years old and was begun by Rabbi Sherwin Wine in Detroit, Michigan. Our Jewish practices are based on a humanistic and non-theistic approach to traditional Jewish holidays and life cycle events. We create new liturgy based on the ethical core of Jewish history, literature, and culture. Our institute trains humanistic Jewish leaders and rabbis, and I am in the process of completing my rabbinic thesis. When I was with you a few years ago, I spoke about the Jewish New Year holidays of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Tashlich is also a part of our New Year celebrations. When I was preparing my talk, I found myself often reviewing your covenant. I think your covenant speaks to the meaning of Tashlich. So let me tell you about Tashlich and how I think it can have meaning for us today. First, here's a brief description of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to give you some context about Tashlich. Rosh Hashanah is a time for reflection, renewal, and new beginnings. As the first day of the Jewish year, Rosh Hashanah marks a turning point, a separation between what was and what will be. It offers a time for us to pause in our daily lives, to reflect on our behavior, and to renew our commitment to our highest values. Rosh Hashanah is a time to consider the possibilities for change and improvement. Ten days later, Yom Kippur is when we reflect on the moral quality of our values and behavior. It's the culmination of the self-examination that we began on Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur focuses on three key elements completing our self-reflection, returning to our ideals, and putting our ethics into action. Tashlich means to cast out. The ritual associated with Tashlich is the act of throwing a piece of bread, or in my community, birdseed, into a river or lake to symbolically cast out our sins. The phrase to cast out comes from the prophet Micah. Traditional Jews recite this verse during Rosh Hashanah services. The origin of Tashlif is an example of how Judaism changes and adapts from its interaction with surrounding cultures. Tashlif is not an ancient holiday, and it is not included in the Bible. The first written record is from an early 15th century German Jewish rabbi. From his writings, we know that the ritual of throwing breadcrumbs into a river on Rosh Hashanah was an established custom. Most likely, the custom came from an ancient belief that evil spirits lived in the rivers and offering gifts would placate them. The rabbis of the time did not support this practice. However, 
because the community regularly continued it, the rabbis came up with some spiritual reasons for the practice. One of those reasons comes from the prophet Micah. Micah preached to the people of Jerusalem over 2,700 years ago. He is one of the classical prophets who preached the importance of people treating each other ethically. He is most famous for verse 6-8, where he defines the moral responsibilities of people to do justice, love goodness, and walk humbly. The verse from Micah read during Rosh Hashanah is 7-19, which says, Hurl their sins into the depths of the sea. Before I describe what Tashlich means to humanistic Jews, I need to explain our approach to the Bible and interpreting biblical text. The Bible was written and edited by multiple people over a thousand-year period. There are myths, legends, and some truly awful tales. There is also poetry, stories of love, and ethical sayings. There are multiple contradictory stories and conflicting points of view. The Bible is historical literature, but it is not historical fact. Jews have been interpreting the biblical text for over 2,000 years and continue to do so. Humanistic Jews read the Bible using ideas from science, modern theories in history and sociology, literature, and humanistic philosophy. As a secular humanist, I don't find the literal text inspirational. However, when I read the text humanistically, I can find great meaning. To understand Tashlik and the idea of casting one's sins into the sea, I turn to the Micah text. The full text is the last chapter of Micah. It is a positive and uplifting message to what he's been preaching. The last chapter includes several important ideas. The first is a list of positive actions. The second is to discard sins. And finally, there is a call to carry these ideas to our descendants. The positive actions are forgiving injustice, canceling offenses, releasing anger, being gracious, and engaging in loving kindness. Your covenant expresses similar positive actions. Respect and trust each other. Practice patience, compassion, and empathy. Listen deeply, speak truthfully, and be honest and authentic. The second part of the Micah text calls for discarding sins. Micah is referring to a specific kind of sin, and this is key to understanding these final verses. The word for sin in this verse is from the Hebrew word root, chatav, which means missing the mark or stumbling. Micah is referring to harmful actions that were done unintentionally. Your covenant reflects this idea with the recognition that we have differences and shortcomings. The last couple of years have been particularly difficult for us. We have been anxious about the future. In turn, we have responded to the words and the actions of others with disbelief, frustration, and impatience. There are times we missed the mark or stumbled in our goal to be our best selves. Tashlich is acknowledging that we have shortcomings. 
It is acknowledging that we have been hurt by the shortcomings of others. To make room in our hearts for loving kindness and ethical action, we follow Micah's words, forgive injustice, cancel offenses, release anger, be gracious, and engage in loving kindness. With these actions in mind, we can symbolically cast our unintentional actions, our shortcomings, into the water to be swept away. There's a phrase in your covenant that speaks to what I see as the humanistic message of Tashlich. The phrase in your covenant is, practice patience, compassion, and empathy. Your covenant recognizes that your members have differences and shortcomings, that you will meet with respect and trust by listening deeply and speaking truthfully with honesty and authenticity. This is what we want to teach our children. Let us not forget that the origins of the Tashlik ritual came from people coming together to throw breadcrumbs into a river. We may no longer believe in appeasing river demons, but we do enjoy being with family, friends, and our community in a park by a river, or perhaps at a beach by the sea. The joy of celebrating together is also a part of Tashlik. I hope that if you find the words of Micah meaningful, you may one day toss a handful of birdseed into some flowing water and let your heart be filled with loving kindness. Thank you.